Hey there, welcome to Becoming American Social, a podcast about doing uncomfortable things and facing social fears. I'm Melissa Brown, and today is day 14 of this 100-day challenge. Let the story begin. If you didn't know, I spent a year of my life a couple years ago traveling around the world with a program called Remote Year. Prior to that, taking a trip even to visit home from college seems like such a big deal. Once I started traveling with Remote Year, after that initial flight to Cordoba, Argentina, I was presented with this concept of a side trip. Within the first two months, I had already booked a flight to Iguazu Falls outside of my standard itinerary of already going to 12 cities within a year. Now I would say that trip was somewhat spontaneous, but I had a couple of weeks notice before I actually booked the trip. Uh, The first real spontaneous trip I ever booked was month three while I was in Bolivia. Uh, I want to say it was the week of. It was the last week that we were going to be in this part of South America, closest to the Amazon, and one of my friends had just gotten back and talked about how amazing her experience was, and I want to say it was the same week uh, I got together with a group of my friends and we booked a trip into the Amazon for that weekend, and before we knew it, we were on this itty-bitty plane that had one seat on each side of the plane, flying into Rurumbake, about to embark on a four-day journey in the wild. All this to say, doing remote year made travel seem more accessible to me. Booking a flight at the last minute and spontaneously deciding to take a trip has kind of become, I guess, somewhat of a norm. Which brings me to the whole point of today's episode. Day 14 challenge was to go to an event that I had no business being at. And the opportunity presented itself like this. My friend Steven, the Laidoff founder, you guys heard him in one of my previous episodes talking about not wearing makeup out in public, came to visit as part of his trip around the world, visiting all of the 100 producers of Balcony TV, Stephen arrived on Saturday afternoon. We did the whole vlogging thing, gallivanted around the city, had some good food, enjoyed the sunshine and the good weather, when all of a sudden he says, if I can get you an extra ticket, do you want to go to this tech conference? And I'll add the link to the episode where he captures that moment in the description. But I basically had about 12 hours to decide whether or not I wanted to go to New Orleans, which A, I had never been before, B, to go to a tech conference that is the fastest growing tech conference in America, according to Forbes, where some of the most influential people in tech would be speaking, where I would have access to all of these people, where I would be in the same room as all of these people, where I had absolutely no business being at, considering I'm not a prominent member of the tech industry. Not yet, anyways. In any other situation, I would have passed, considering I had just gotten back from an unexpected month of being on the road, I was going to be traveling again the next week, and the idea of going to something like this really freaked me out because I was completely unprepared. But the nature of this challenge is to do these things that make me uncomfortable. 
So naturally, I said yes. I don't feel like I have any business going to this event today. What do you mean? It's dinner. Yes, but do you think Al Gore is going to be there? First night wasn't too crazy. Um, it was just like a cocktail hour type of dinner sort of thing. There was actually no sit-down dinner. Everyone just kind of walked around and mingled. And because this was a more social setting and not so much of a formal business setting, I think it was a little bit easier to mingle with each other. Fast forward to day one of the conference. All of these people in this room are extremely, extremely successful, powerful, super smart, well-connected. I mean, these are like top of the top of the top people in the, in the tech industry. And my thought in this moment was, what am I doing here? Day two. So right now, I feel like I'm completely shrinking into myself. I mean, I don't feel prepared at all. But when I think about it, I struggle with this idea of the alternative, which would have been to not come because I was intimidated, not be here and not meet anybody. And I think even just being here, it's kind of opened my eyes to what's possible and what's out there that I didn't really know about before, even though I'm ill-prepared and even though this opportunity is way bigger than who I am and what I currently have under my belt. The fact that I showed up and decided to be here despite not having the credentials or the qualifications to be here, I think that is the part that makes me really, really uncomfortable. Amongst founders and CEOs, Wyclef and Major Laser were there. I met and chatted with the founder of Pymetrics, the founder of Shazam. And I was just left in awe at the fact that I had the opportunity to meet these people and to talk to them as if I was a somebody. As day two progressed, I think I just actually don't know what I'm supposed to do at, at these events. That was me freaking out. I am utterly exhausted. I think the reason I'm so tired is because I was constantly stressed about the fact that I didn't know what to say to people or how to approach people. I was afraid of going up and meeting people. I don't know anyone. I don't know anything. And all of this not knowing suddenly makes me question who I am and what I'm doing and all of that stuff. And it's quite exhausting being in this ambiguity of self. But it's not even about me, the fact that I don't know enough about the world. Can you tell I was having a bit of an existential crisis? In general, I tend to default to discrediting myself and and discount everything that I've actually achieved. But if I look at my life, and I look at what I've done, I've actually done quite a bit. From building the first scalable college admissions counseling model, to traveling around the world with a group of 70 people as part of the beta program, to hosting shows in Korea, 
I have to remind myself and I have to remind myself not to discount everything that I've achieved thus far and not to feel less than. As you could tell, I needed a little bit of a pep talk because I was quickly sinking in a sea of insecurities. Let's move on to day three. Alright, so it's day three now and yesterday I was in a rut and felt miserable because I just didn't feel like I deserved to be there. I didn't feel like I belonged and that really bothered me. Um, today, feeling much better and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I connected with some people yesterday as we were, uh, you know, socializing and I met some people who were more focused on actually getting to know me as a person and I was able to get to know people as a person rather than just cut and dry, this is what you do, uh, what are you doing here? For context, uh, a lot of the earlier conversations that I had throughout the conference started off with uh, somebody coming up and looking directly at my name tag before introducing themselves as a person. And this really bothered me because I felt like it was very transactional. And who I was as represented on my name tag, which actually didn't say a thing about who I am, was more important than just meeting as human beings. So I had to take a moment to reground myself. I realized that I was trying to fit myself into this box and I felt the need to fit in, to represent myself as somebody who'd achieved something great and I'd built a business and I was wildly successful and that's why I deserved to be there. But I realized that that didn't have to be my reason to be there. Sure, some people were probably there to find investment for their companies. Some people were probably there to network and make some great connections that would lead to business opportunities. And I was allowing myself to get swept up into what I thought this conference was supposed to be about rather than be authentically myself. So really, it was my perspective that was off because it was me who was judging everyone else for being transactional and for being focused so much on business when really that's just what I was trying to do because that's what I thought I needed to do to fit in. As soon as I removed the need to fit in, suddenly the pressure was gone and the need to be somebody else was gone and I was able to stand in my own two shoes and present myself as who I am. Once I had this shift in my mindset, I was then able to approach every conversation with so much more interest about who the person I was talking to was, instead of worrying about how I was going to present myself to be someone who deserved to be in a conversation with this person. The conference ended with a final invitation to the founder's dinner. At this final dinner, I ended up having incredible conversations. Every person that I talked to that night was somebody that I connected with on a personal level. And the things we talked about were things that mattered outside of work. Things that connect people beyond just your job and your title. And of course, this is a very personal, in-depth view of the internal monologue that was happening throughout this event. So... People that I interacted with never saw any of this. But I thought it was important to share my internal journey in this episode because this is the stuff that people never see. 
It's the thoughts and the emotions that I'm constantly battling on the inside while presenting myself in a confident manner on the outside. And I wouldn't say that being confident or being charismatic is fake for me. Um, When I'm in my element, you know, it's very authentic. It's very in alignment. But that doesn't mean that I don't have these anxieties and these thoughts and these feelings and these conflicts internally. A lot of this is programmed from insecurities that have been built up for 20 plus years of my life. And so rewriting those insecurities isn't a snap of the finger overnight type of thing. You know, I've done a lot of work on myself in the past few years to get to where I am now. And I guess going through this experience and actually talking about what was happening on the inside out loud and confronting that rather than uh, stuffing it down and pretending like it didn't happen, I'm hoping that you as a listener know that it's okay to have these thoughts and feelings you know, as I was going through this and reflecting on the past week, I felt like I was the only person in this entire conference who felt this way. And I, I look around at the people in my network and I imagine them to be these really successful, confident people. And I think, wow, when can I be like that? How do I get to that point where I don't have any of these insecurities or questions or self-doubts? But as I started talking to people about my experience, I realized I wasn't the only one. People have these kinds of thoughts and feelings all the time. And not everyone's going to outwardly share these things or talk about these things. But they do happen. And a lot of people feel this way. And I guess what I'm saying is, it's okay. As long as you're aware that it's happening and you're able to catch it, and you don't let it stop you from doing the things that you still want to do in life. If there's something that you've been wanting to do and you haven't done it yet, because you had this sense of self-doubt or insecurity or you felt like you didn't deserve to be there, I hope that you know that you aren't the only one who's ever felt those things. And it doesn't have to stop you from taking those opportunities because every opportunity that you take, despite having those feelings and those thoughts, will be a step forward in growing your comfort zone. And with every opportunity that you take, the next one will be a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Now that I went to this conference and talked to all these people that I thought I would never have the opportunity to talk to or connect with, I feel like I could talk to anyone. Because now I know that people are people. And if I approach a person as a human who has interests, who has passions, then suddenly we have something to talk about. We have a conversation that's worth having. And that is a wrap for day 14. I'll chat at you later.